0: If you wanna be a great communicator, one of the biggest advantages you can have is ignorance. Yeah, surprising, isn't it? That's what we're gonna talk about today on this episode of Communication on Point. I'm your host, Dean Hefta. This program is designed to bring insights and perspectives to help leaders increase their impact and grow their influence in their everyday communication. So let's get started. You heard me right. Ignorance is a huge advantage. What do I mean by that? Well, if we think about our entire life, it's really been spent trying to get rid of ignorance. We've been on this journey of understanding information, of gathering knowledge, of trying to seek and gain wisdom. You know, even as a small child, what are they known for? They're known for asking lots of questions. They're trying to figure out how things work, how things fit together. We're learning how to walk. We're learning how to ride a bike. We're learning how to drive a car. We're learning how to navigate our lives. And all of that is about gathering knowledge, gathering information. That's why you listen to podcasts. You want to learn things. And that's important because we want to continually grow. We want to add tools to our toolbox so that we can be more influential, more effective, more impactful, have better lives, right? That's what we say that we want. But there's this interesting twist on that journey. And the twist is, as we learn more, it is the knowing that stops our learning. So you think about that. You think about having a conversation with someone who sees themselves as an expert in a field. Maybe somebody that you know is knowledgeable at fixing cars. And you share with them, you learned a a, a new trick. And immediately what you sense is kind of this dismissiveness, like, I know more about cars than you'll ever know. What could I learn from you? This happens in all situations in our lives. Maybe you are talking to a customer about their business, uh, something that they are expert in. And you sense in them a closed-off view of new ideas, a dismissiveness. Now, this sense that we get from people and that we give off in areas that we have expertise isn't by design. It isn't because we or other people are jerks about things. It's the natural outcome of learning more and more about a topic. And so that's the irony, is once now we begin learning enough that we feel well-versed in a topic, we stop having room to gain new perspectives. Because think about it, how is our brain working? This plays out in our conversations that we have with people, the interactions that we have with people. Our brains, don't forget, our brains are lazy. Our brain doesn't wanna do more work than it has to. And so we create these shortcuts. We gather just enough information To be able to build a framework of understanding. And once we've done just enough work to build that framework, our brain says, you know what? We don't need to put more work into that. Okay, well, that's fine in a majority of our life. We only need to know just enough. But what's the challenge that that can present when we think about how we interact and how we communicate with the people around us? Well, I think it's twofold. I think on one hand, Our unintentional dismissiveness of new ideas, because we're trying to avoid having to spend more cognitive calories than we have to, it comes off as, I know enough, I don't need to learn more, which is conveying what you have is not valuable to me and neither are you, even though that's not what we really mean. That's how it can come off. And so that has a negative impact on our ability to build rapport with the people around us. And if we can't build rapport, we can't grow our influence. We can't connect. Rapport is about respect and trust, and that means being able to connect. And connection requires an openness and understanding. So take a moment and think about areas in your life that you have great knowledge, great expertise, great understanding. And when's the last time in that area of your expertise that you radically changed how you viewed things where you gathered amazing new information from somebody that they pass it along to you because you were open and looking for it it's not that easy and so consider how that plays out in how we interact with maybe a customer See, the advantage is ignorance. One of the things that I've seen in salespeople that move into different industries is they are most effective in their first couple of years. Why is that? Because they don't have the answers yet. They don't have enough knowledge to close down their ability to connect with the customer. See, when I don't know anything about what I'm selling, I have to rely on my ability to connect with the person I'm with. I have to ask interesting questions. I have to be sincerely curious about what they're dealing with. And once I've seen, you know, all of the situations play out over a couple of years, and I've learned the discipline that I have, I don't, I I, I feel like I don't have to go through all this. I already got the answer. And I try to skip ahead in the conversation to the end. That's the thing. It's just like reading a book. If I skip ahead to the end, I completely miss the journey, the opportunity, and the impact of what's in the middle of the book. So how do we deal with this? Well, on one hand, you could say, well, I guess I I just have to maintain my ignorance or maybe have terrible memory so that I never gather information. And that's probably not the wisest choice. A, we need to grow. We need to learn. We need to gather information. And also, we can't help it. Like if we are curious and we're connected to people, we're going to learn new things. So I think the other approach is the recognition of the things that we know and have learned and acknowledging that we are still ignorant, that there's still many things that we have yet to learn. I think it was Mark Twain. And, you know, if, if, if you don't know where a quote came from, you just attribute it to Abe Lincoln or Mark Twain. But I believe Mark Twain referenced the the thing that we have to watch out for most, I'll paraphrase, isn't the things that we don't know. It's the things that we know that aren't so. The world changes, information changes, and sometimes when information gets solidified, we're like, okay, I don't have to add anything more to that body of knowledge. I've got enough. And so being aware of what are the moments where in this conversation, I'm not asking that follow-up question. I'm not saying things like, oh, that's very interesting, tell me more. Or questions like, what are some of the experiences that you've found in this area? What would be your advice to somebody that's starting down this path? If you could go back in time, what uh, guidance would you give to yourself? These are sincere curiosity questions that allow us to say, you know what, there's many things about this topic, about this area that I don't know. And if I can have the recognition that I know a lot, and I can use that information to guide me to ask better questions, to open up the channels of connection with this person that I'm talking with. Maybe it's a sales call. Maybe it's a new employee. Maybe it's a a new boss. I'm trying to open up those channels of communication by acknowledging to myself, there's many things that I don't know, things that I am ignorant on because ignorance isn't stupidness. It is a lack of knowledge. And so understanding that there's many things that I don't know helps to guide me to ask better questions, to be more connected. And what happens when we ask sincere, curious questions of people, we build rapport they feel honored. They, they want to share. It's a unique experience because so often what people are used to in their conversations isn't a sincere question, a sincere curiosity. It is the people that they're talking with are just waiting for their turn to talk. So in thinking about ignorance, um, I go back in my mind a few years. I think it was probably 2007, somewhere around there. I had the opportunity with a friend. We went to Kansas City. Um, He had helped out with the Tigers spring training camp, and we're going to go out to dinner with uh, a fellow trainer that he had worked with. And the trainer said to us, um, gave us a call and said, hey, you know, the game got rained out. They called the game early. Uh, We're back at the hotel. You mind if any of the players come with us for a meal? Sure, no problem, no big deal. Well, as it turned out, it was the trainer, my friend, me, and Pudge Rodriguez. And quite honestly, I'm not a big baseball fan. I don't follow baseball a lot. I am i mean, I know enough to be dangerous, but I, I, I can't keep up on it. I don't keep up on it. So I knew the name, but not necessarily how big of a deal Pudge Rodriguez is. He's since gone on to become a Hall of Famer. He's 13-time Golden Glove recipient. He's a big deal. And so we went out to a nice meal. And uh, had a great time, great conversation at the table. Uh, re- we really all just really enjoyed um, each other's company and just had fun. And uh, Pudge said, Hey, I gotta, I gotta get back to the hotel. And, and so he took off and we were getting ready to leave as well. And then what was interesting was I took on a pretty ignorant position in the conversation, the stuff that we talked about, and we didn't talk about baseball. I didn't ask questions about baseball. Our conversation really wasn't around baseball. It was a sincere curiosity about each of them and who they are and what they're about. And at the end of the evening, after Pudge took off, the trainer said to me, he says, I am blown away. He said, what's, what's up? He says, I learned more about who Pudge is tonight than anybody on our team knows. He's... He keeps to himself. We don't know a lot about him. But for some reason, he shared all kinds of things about his life story and his journey and the things that he's excited about and his family. And here's what I believe the difference was. I didn't know his story. I I didn't have a place that was filled with knowledge already that I tried to go deeper into. I had to take on a position of ignorance. And when you couple that with a sincere curiosity, you know, the... The recognition that, hey, what I know, sharing with others what I know is not important. Connecting out of curiosity is. And the only way that I can really do that is to recognize that I'm ignorant. And that the goal isn't to end my ignorance, but to continue to pursue building understanding. Because this area of knowledge of any expertise that you're trying to fill is so Big. We can never know everything to stop being ignorant. And so I think a a philosophy or an approach or a way of thinking about this that's appropriate and helpful is in the world of Zen Buddhism, there's a concept called Shoshin. And that is the beginner's mind, maintaining the beginner's mind, being able to maintain the ability of openness to new information to be able to empty my mind in this moment to be able to see things in a new way in a fresh way with fresh eyes and not bring the biases or the perspectives or the experiences to filter what i'm seeing to you know comfort me in my own beliefs to confirm the things that i already know are true now shoshin says how can i approach this conversation this moment This experience with a beginner's mind, because the beginner's mind doesn't know anything. It starts empty. So when you think about the interactions that you have with people in areas that you already have a lot of knowledge around, what are the situations where you find yourself accidentally shutting the conversation down because you have a tendency maybe to go back and let them know that you already know this information, that you've already heard about that research, that you're already aware of this. And what happens in that conversation after that moment? It probably doesn't continue very deeply. And so think about how can you approach the areas of your life that you already have expertise in, but with a beginner's mind, by embracing the recognition that Ignorance is there, and it's actually a huge advantage in uncovering new insights, growing your understanding, and building the rapport with the people that you're around. Thank you for taking some time to connect and reflect on how ignorance can be such an advantage for you in your relationships and in building your understanding and in how you connect with the people around you. I hope there's some thoughts and some tools that you can apply as you go forward in the next few days. Put it to work. Try some new things out. Let me know what you find out. I love hearing stories and getting questions from listeners. And what you can do is you can reach out to me. So my name is Dean Hefta. My email is dean at clarisresults.com. That's D-E-A-N at C-L-A-R-U-S results.com. Feel free to reach out to me. I love visiting with you. And I'm looking forward to next week's session. We're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, be sure to tune in. If you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're getting podcasts. And if there's anything that you want to talk about when it comes to leadership, communication, influence, and the things that you're working on in your life, be sure to reach out to me. That's dean at clarisresults.com. And I will see you again next week.